In today's episode, we will talk about kingdom mindset, why the enemy attacks our mind, and how to defeat him. So grab your coffee and a snack as we dive deep into our testimony. This episode is sponsored by Crown by Grace Boutique, Faith-Based Apparel, and brand P31 Virtuous Woman line, which will be launching soon, so be on the lookout. This brand teaches women in all walks of life to truly know their worth. They don't have to deal with self-doubt. Crown by Grace Boutique Apparel empowers women and families to know their worth and value through Jesus Christ, so they no longer have to deal with feelings of low self-esteem, guilt, and unworthiness. This faith-based apparel will be available for women that are 99 down to those that are newborn. You can follow them on Instagram at crownbygrace07, so be on the lookout as they will be launching very soon. Hello, hello everyone. This is Ashley Thomas with Divine Revelations, the podcast. So we're back again today with our next episode, which is Why Kingdom Mindset. We are in a season now of Kingdom Mindset, and this topic is very personal to me. So I'm so excited to share this next episode with you. So why Kingdom Mindset? The Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Proverbs 23 and 7. Now, this isn't just talking about man per se in a gender sense, but men and women alike. So we think in our heart, that's what we are. And we know we think physically with our mind. But if we believe it in our heart, then that is who who we become. Is basically what that is saying. So I was actually listening to the Battlefield of the Mind devotional from Joyce Meyer. And I think she said it best. And I quote, if I begin to think about ice cream, I will soon find myself in my car pursuing ice cream. My thought will stir my desires and emotions and I will make the decision to follow them. I think that it's a perfect example of our mindset and how if we are not strong in our mindset, it can actually take over. And as she said, it will stir my desires and my emotions, causing me to act on them, causing us to act on them. So mindset is very, very important in our life. Um, Now, referring to kingdom mindset, I'm not actually suggesting that we be perfect because that's not even realistic. But in the pursuit of kingdom mindset, even our falling short will look different. Um, So let's just think about that. A mistake that is made out of true effort um, it'll be different than that of pure negligence. Um, we are always going to make mistakes. We are human. 
taking it all the way back to the garden um, of Eden when that first sin was ever uh, made. Ever since that point, we are going to be a fallen um, generation for generations to come. We are we are not perfect um, by any means. So it's really unrealistic to think that we can be. So we are going to make mistakes. Now we do understand or we need to understand that our mindset is actually vital in our life. As I said before, uh, we know this and so does our enemy Satan. And this is why his greatest attack on us is actually through our mind. Um, so our mind is actually is actually most certainly a battlefield, basically. Um, it is actually Satan's playground. He loves to get in our mind and play around, toil with us, and torment us, um, really. So with that being said, I actually want to share a little more of my background about me. Um, so my family, you know, throughout generations, my actual, my family has dealt with mental health issues ranging from anxiety, depression, PTSD, suicide attempts, manic depressive disorder, and even at some point, um, some of the family members being institutionalized at some point, um, and so, my being here with you speaking today is all by the grace of God. Um, my family members that I do have here with me and whom I love very much, their being here is also by the grace of God um, from domestic violence, suicide attempts actually of my own, and even homelessness with my children that I spoke about before and living in a homeless shelter, all by the grace of God. Um, he saw each of us through every uh, circumstance and every situation. I praise him for that. Um, I'll never stop praising him for that. Um, so, but the day that I actually waved my white flag, I fell on my face and surrendered to God in that room that was actually our home, that one room that was our home there in the homeless shelter. Um, and that day, everything changed for me. So, with that being said, that just short overview, and I'll go into more of my testimony at a later time because there's so much, there's so much to uh, share with you guys. But with that being said, I just want to share with you three things to understand when it comes to defeating the enemy and declaring kingdom mindset over your life. So the first thing we want to remember and know is to understand the mind. Why is our mind important? Why does Satan attack us in our mind? And so, have y'all ever heard the phrase, um, and and you may have heard it just here or there a while back, or even even recently, you know, these, these phrases that people say, um, these cliche phrases, you know, it, you may go a while without hearing them, you may hear them, you know, once in a while, and then it may be, oh, wow, I ain't heard that in a long time. I mean, you know, you know how it is. So, have you ever heard, or do you remember the phrase, you can do anything you put your mind to? And another one is actually, the mind is a terrible thing to waste. Our minds have power, you know, um, just, and, and that, our minds have power. Our minds have power because our minds, they actually have the power to have dominion over who we are going back to the scripture that I read earlier, you know, we think these things in our heart, but 
it starts in our mind that that seed is planted in our mind now once it takes root in our heart that's when we adapt and it that thought actually takes dominion over us as a person and that's how we become who we think we are so our minds have power so let's just look at a few scriptures in second corinthians 10 4 and 5 it says the weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world on the contrary they have divine power to demolish strongholds we demolish arguments and every prepetition that sets itself up against the knowledge of god and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to christ and so another one and i love this one i i I mean i love them all because they hold truth and power but this one i really love is those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires there is power in this there's definitely power in this scripture and in this truth so your mind is your greatest weapon so what about the scripture in matthew 19 26 so jesus looked at them and said with man this is impossible but with god all things are possible this is why he attacks your mind Everything we do starts with a choice. So why wouldn't why wouldn't he attack our mind? I mean, it just makes perfect sense at that strategy. So even when we fight with prayer, it is a choice. We must first choose to pray. So it goes back to our mind, guys, um which is also our I mean it also goes back to our heart. But we make the decision to pray. We make the decision to take this route and fight with these weapons that God and the Holy Spirit um, and Jesus has made available to us. But it starts in our mind with that choice. Jesus has given us free will. Choice. True love means that he does not force us to abide in him, but instead allows he allows us to want and to choose to do so. So, once you have asked Jesus to be your Savior, Satan cannot keep you from heaven, but he can distract you. He can keep you from making these choices that will lead you to the path or your journey that God has for you. He can lead you away from your power. He can um, distract you and keep you from walking and working and living with the power that the Holy Spirit has within you. He can create a foothold, a stronghold. He can cause chaos and torment. He can torment you and your family. And he can cause you to alter your thought process and mindset. Um, he can make you feel defeated, unworthy, and deceive us with thoughts that he can, you know, disguise as our own thoughts. And once we take those thoughts to our heart then that is who we become he loves to plant bad seeds um he can make us believe things that aren't true or that never even took place he causes confusion that will cause us to question things that we already know to be true by the word of god causing distance between us and god the further we are from god the less we hear the voice or his voice rather And the more we hear the lies of the enemy. 
this is so true this is so true y'all i mean he will get into our thoughts and confuse us so bad because he god is not the father of confusion he is going to make it plain he is going to make it clear as the the sheep know their shepherd's voice we know our father's voice but when we're in this sense of confusion when we're under attack from satan in our mind it's not clear his voice sounds faint we're not sure there's so much confusion and he will definitely get in there and do that um and so i could we we could talk on just that topic alone all day and maybe that may be a future episode i'm not sure but we'll get let's move along we're gonna go to um my second point understanding the battle why is there a battle so we understand the mind we understand um how the enemy satan gets into our mind how he torments how he uses that as his weapon so now we're going to um understand the battle itself why is there a battle so john 10 10 states that the enemy comes to steal kill and destroy so this is the first reason that there is a battle this is what he comes to do and he finds it easier to use our mind which is so powerful to us um in reference to standing with the holy spirit and agreeing with the holy spirit so ephesians 6 and 12 tells us for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly places. This is why there's battle. It's in the spiritual realm. He cannot beat God. He cannot overpower God. Jehovah Nisi. Our banner of victory. He cannot beat God. But he can torment God's children. He can distract us and knock us off our path. He can keep us and hinder us from operating in the power that is given to us with the Holy Spirit. So spiritual warfare is real and it is intended to make us feel defeated. Meaning the real battle is the spiritual warfare of good versus evil. This is a spiritual war going on in our hearts as the forces of evil wants to turn us away from God and separate separate us from him. This is what's going on in the spiritual realm. But for those with God, Through Jesus, the battle is already won as Christ overcame death with the resurrection. We must be born again of spirit with faith in Jesus to be saved from the second death of the spirit, which is John 3. So, again, that's another topic I could speak on all day, but we're just going to continue on. Let's finish this topic so that we can get to number three. Um, all of these are really, really good. I'm so excited. So how will the enemy attack? Um, this is almost like a subtopic of this topic. Uh, so 
he will attack us with deception, lies. Satan is a deceiver. He is the father of lies. From the very first time he entered the scene, he started off by deceiving Eve. He caused her to doubt what God had said to her. That's what he does. So Satan will attempt to deceive you into believing in him instead of what God says in his word. He makes it sound so enticing. But he's a lie. Satan is a liar. He will also he will also attack us with condemnation. So this one. So he will try to define you by your past. Past decisions, past actions. Things we should have and wish we could have done. He will get in your head and make you feel like you are too far gone. You've done too much damage to your life. There's no going back. You've done too much for God to forgive you. All the things. Listen, we all have a past, but we do not have to be held hostage by it. We don't. We should be defined by the Lord. I am who God says I am. I am a child of God. I don't care what I've done. He's my daddy. He loves me. He's forgiven me. And he's there to pick me up when I fall. Every single time. So, you know, perhaps you cannot seem to escape the feeling of shame and condemnation over your past. The Lord says that you are a new creation in Christ and that all things are new. So if you're having thoughts of condemnation, I'm sorry, condemnation and feeling like you are unloved by God, then you're under attack because God's not going to make you feel that way. So another way that the enemy will attack us is by accusations. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. So in the book of Job, it says that the enemy patrols the earth, watching and waiting to find someone to accuse. When someone accuses you of wrongdoing and you are innocent, it may cause you to doubt, fear, and even cower. Um, to fold, as you know, the young people say it. It'll, ca- it'll cause you to fold. Um, those accusations can cause you mental defeat and lead to things like depression, isolation, and self-worthlessness. I mean, it can make you feel horrible. When you're having false accusations coming against you, uh, why? Why would someone do this? It's, it's all an attack of the enemy. Slander, your character, um, all in efforts to make you forget and to question who God says you are. If he can make you feel defeated enough to not even fight, then he can keep you from being who, you know, who God called you to be. And that is his strategy. That is why he uses accusation as a tool and as an attack. So we're going to move on to the third thing that we want to understand. And that is understand your position in the battle. So how do I fight in this battle? How do I get to that point of having a kingdom mindset by by fighting in this battle against the enemy in my mind. We don't. Well, not physically. Not physically anyways. We must know that when we try to handle everything ourselves on our own will and strength. 
we are setting ourselves up for destruction. Stress, worry, anxiety, believing the lies of the enemy. They're lies. We can't believe them. But it's so easy to fall into that trap. And because we are not equipped to fight the battle alone, we feel feelings. Of course, um, Satan loves to get in there with our emotions and use them against us. So we feel feelings of defeat, depression, feelings that we are not good enough. Um, Where's God like he promised? Where is he? Why is this happening to me? But really, did God call us to handle this? These feelings can cause even more disconnect from God, which is ultimately Satan's plan. Um, so every attack on our flesh begins in our mind. And from there, desires are birthed um, that lead to action. This is why it's so important to take note of your thoughts. Think about what you're thinking um, and cast down the ones that are not from God. You know, and to know what we can do to fight and win these battles. When you are tempted to believe the enemy's lies, call on Jesus. Stand on his promises. Pray to him. Read his word and meditate on his truth. Suit up and pray Ephesians 6 over your life. He can supply all your needs richly and abundantly because he is the God of more. Nothing Satan has to offer can compare to his goodness and sufficiency. It is also important to know what Satan cannot do. This is very important. He cannot make me sin. It's my own lusts, desires, and flesh. I'm sorry. It's my own lusts, desires, and selfish wants that make sin appealing enough to cause me to step into it. The more I justify my desires and wants, the more I will want to sin in order to get them. This is James 1, 13 through 15. Um, so my free will causes me to sin. The devil can't make me do anything. Satan may place a bad idea in front of me, but it's my own fault if I step into it. It's my own fault if I take the bad idea and run with it and sometimes I only see the full consequences after I fall sometimes we don't see the end of the story at the beginning sometimes it's not until after we take that bad idea um that we see the consequences so um it's very very important that we stay close to the Lord Uh, Another thing that he cannot do is he cannot steal your faith. He can distract you. He can get in there and and toil with your mind and cause confusion. If you let him, if you get too far from God, if you listen to um, the lies, but he cannot steal your faith. So Job lost everything. His friends, his kids, his wife, his status and health, but he never lost his faith in God. Um, sure, he had a lot of questions. He also didn't understand why God had allowed such things, but he stayed faithful. He stayed faithful to God. And when I put on the entire armor of God daily, 
which is Ephesians six thirteen through 17. I'm protected by the belt of truth as well as God's righteousness. Shoes of peace cover my feet and they help me to share the good news. A shield of faith stops arrows of lies that come at me. A helmet of salvation gives me confidence to go forward. And God's word is given to me as ammunition. Then I can stand firm against Satan's attacks. So the last thing that he cannot do, that Satan cannot do, is he cannot win. So... Many battles will be won by Satan on this earth, just like the Confederate Army won some battles in the U.S. Civil War. In the end, however, God will win the war. The authority of Christ will prevail by the blood of the Lamb. Revelations twelve ten through 11. And... I love Re- Revelations. I just, that book is so interesting. Um, and I know there's so many that are fearful of that, but with the right mindset, um, that's a really, really, really great book. The Revelations is actually very interesting. Um, but, I mean, you see, the blood of the Lamb that we're we're talking about here in Revelations 12 um, the blood of the lamb creates testimonies of all the people that surrender to Christ. And this is why I love this scripture. Um, as well as, you know, one of my favorites, Revelation twelve eleven, um, which is actually the end part of what we just spoke about. It so so the lamb, the blood of the lamb creates testimonies of all the people that surrender to Christ. Every single time that I step away from temptation, a testimony to God's power is formed. Every single time. Each time that I retreat from stepping into sin, I repent and I go back to God, another testimony is formed. Every single time. And every time that I go through a tragic situation with my faith in God's goodness intact, Another testimony, it springs forth. It's amazing. I love it. I love, that's why I love that scripture. It's just, if you break it down and really just think about every single time a testimony is formed, just, it's amazing. All the testimonies, all the testimonies. Um, So Satan is defeated by rock solid testimonies of God's love and grace. And it sounds so simple when you think about the battle and attacks and defeating Satan, you know, when you think about ammunition and what it takes, but then you just listen to this simple sentence. Satan is defeated by rock solid testimonies of God's love and grace. Whew, that's so good. So that's basically what I wanted to share with you. Today, if you don't remember anything in this episode, anything, remember that sentence. Satan is defeated by rock-solid testimonies of God's love and grace. So, that is my time today. 
Um, I'm so thankful for you all listening to me and listening and sharing this time with me. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. Uh, It was such a pleasure to share this with you all today. I love you. I pray that you have an awesome day. And I can't wait to come back again here with you um, and just share some more on Kingdom Mindset. I love you and I pray that you be blessed. And I'll talk to you next time. If you would like more information on upcoming episodes, events I'll be attending, or to visit our online store, visit DivineRevelations.com. That's T-H-A-V as in Victor, I-N-E, Revelations.com. And while you're there, don't forget to download your free gifts. We have prayer ebooks, journals, and more. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel by searching Divine Revelations. If you would like to sow into our brand and ministry, you can reach out to me at info at divinerevelations.com for opportunities to give and support. Also, please follow us on your favorite social media network at Divine Revelations. I enjoyed our time together today and I pray blessings, breakthrough, and divine revelations over your life. I will talk to you in the next episode of Divine Revelations, the podcast. Can't wait for the next episode? By becoming a patron, you will have exclusive access to early uploads, personalized services, quarterly merch, and much more. It's really the place to be. Head on over now by clicking the first link in the description.